Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of URA's Pew Talk. I'll be your host for today, Jeffy, and uh, we've got Fenrir and P90 Guy on the line with us today. Fenrir, how are you doing today? I am doing good. P90 Guy? I just spent like four hours packing, so I'm doing good. I'm a little, <laughs> a little tired though. Honestly, that's it. We're going to forget something. Um, yeah, that, it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. The uh, we, we, were, we were talking about it a little bit earlier, but I've got that big old box that I throw everything into for whenever I'm going to my events. Um, it usually helps me forget, uh, prevent forgetting something, but inevitably there'll be a magazine or I'll forget one of my Odins or something will be left behind. Dead rags. Yep. Oh man, yeah. De- dead rags in particular. I have a million of those. I just like throw them wholesale in my bags wherever I see them. I usually bring like two or three. I need to have a, a stash where I can just keep those things because I keep on buying them from Ray. I swear he's made like yeah. twenty bucks off the dead rags alone. I, back in Maine, they used to give them out at the start of um, like mill some events stuff like that. So I have a ton of them just kicking around. Okay. Yeah. See, we got we got to yeah, get ready like, to like be like Maine. I got like, like hey. two dollar ones, but then I got one of those ones attached to my plate carrier too. Okay. Of my plate, carrier, I have at least one. Mm. Is that like the Velcro one that clips on? Yeah. Those have look. Those look pretty sick. They're pretty um, fancy. Yeah, I've seen those. And then you don't have to worry about it falling off your head. Um, it's got a little Velcro in there, so most stuff it'll attach to. Like if mm. you wear a bump helmet. You have Velcro on top, so it'll attach there. And I, I, it usually sticks on top of my boonie hat, too. If we had to, uh, just to kind of going off that point, guys, uh, kits. If you guys had to pick one essential piece off of your kit that you absolutely couldn't do without, what would you guys say is the one thing you think you absolutely need, regardless of what kit you're wearing? Okay, I'm going to start this by saying I'm going to ignore the obvious of a gun or a mag. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking accessories, like what you're wearing. Okay. Uh, for, for me, it's a battle belt. Mm. I go out there in boxers and a battle belt and be good because that carries all my mags. And I guess that would uh, no one would want to look at you, so they wouldn't be able to hit you accurately, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I... I... <laughs> Not seeing that running around, they couldn't. <laughs> I used to run like Alice equipment, like an M1956 belt with uh, suspenders, and I actually really do prefer that to like chest stuff because it, it distributes the weight so much nicer than like having it all on your chest area. I think I can definitely relate to that. I've got uh, w- one of my Flectarn kits is uh, it's like an '80s '90s uh, German infantry uh, kit, and it runs uh, the H harness with a uh, a big belt setup yeah and it, it's almost like a, a smirsh uh mm-hmm. similar vibes and that thing is it's so comfy yeah especially nice. when you got the the uh the kevlar flak vest on with it it it's like wearing a giant body pillow that weight's distributed yeah they beautiful. knew what they were doing in the 80s and 90s like the stuff back then was like super comfy i don't know what they're doing now but it's tricky because, like, my main complaint when I was wearing that battle belt setup was it made me much whiter. And That's true. Yeah. Forget about hiding behind trees, man. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does increase your profile by a lot. It's not. It's not as slick as the newer stuff. That's for sure. I think uh, 
if, if I had to pick like one essential thing for my kit, I'm a, I'm probably going to go with my boots. Um, mm. I've got a pair of Salomons. Uh, I can't remember the specific model number for them, but, uh, Salomons, it's, uh, S-A-L-O-M-O-N-S, I believe. They make some awesome lightweight hiking boots. I got those things going on four years ago, almost four years ago. And uh, they're still running strong. And I, I wear them to every event I go to, indoor, outdoor, rain, shine. Yeah. I think uh, I think the boots are definitely one of those things that's like, you should always have a pair on, on standby. Even if you're not going to go out in them because it's like it's a nice day and you don't think you're going to need them. Having boots is like, nothing sucks more than having soaked out in dirty feet like halfway through a game. Really or eating mud when you're running up the side of it. Not having traction. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. There's there's been a few times, especially recently, we've had a few uh, rainy events, and having those boots really saved my bacon. Yeah, I mean, he always, I mean, Ray always schedules those springtime games like all the time. So th- th- that's definitely a time of the year you you want to be running boots. You know, you don't want to oh, be looking out there. Like um, the last Badlands in Roanoke last year. Rain the entire <laughs> day, which I think I'm the only one who enjoyed that part of it. But yeah, if I didn't have boots on, it would I would have been done early. Dude, what's crazy though is even though it was raining like nonstop for the Roanoke Badlands, you know, we still had that uh, those numbers. People were still getting into it. Yeah, that is some dedication, man. Mm-hmm. So P90 guy, your your single favorite piece of kit. Uh, it's, it's toss up between my GoPro and my run cam. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if, if, if it's not on video, it didn't happen. So honestly, yeah. So, uh, uh, that's why what, I like camera. what lens do you have on your run cam run cam? I was, lo- I was looking into them a little bit and I was, I was kind of curious, like what, what kind of zoom do you tend to go for? That's a, that's a good question. I can't remember off the top of my head. I forgot the, um, I forgot the exact millimeter specification. It's the scope cam two. It's the, it's the one that's a bit, lo- it's that's longer range than the other one. Uh, so let me look that up real quick, actually. Um, <laughs> if I had to guess, it's probably like a 35. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Not just say that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Scope cam two. No, it's a 40 millimeter. Ooh, so you got some good, uh, crispy long yeah. range shots with that one. I think 25 millimeter lenses, that's the other one they have. I think that's a little superfluous. I don't understand why you'd want to have a shorter range one because basically anything that isn't like at sniper range, you're going to catch on your GoPro anyway. And so like, what's the, what's the point of having one that's going to shoot not so far out? That's just my hmm. philosophy. That's, that's a good way to look at it. I, uh, I picked up, um, so I don't have a, a run cam. I, uh, I picked up a, a similar style camera that's called the, uh, the F1. I liked it cause it can do a uh, 4k 120 frames. Thought that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't have the zoom lens on it. So I'm going to have to get in there and manually set up a, something for the lens. So I was just kind of curious what you were using. Well, I mean, that just comes pre-baked into the uh, the run cam scope cams. I would definitely recommend them. I, after using them one time, I got one for Christmas like a while ago. And I was I was a little skeptical going into it. But I'd say that's probably the best value proposition on the market. Uh, mm. It's one of those. Good, good, very good video quality. 
So I think the f- thing I got to do first is I got to be good enough to deserve the camera. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's something to be said about that. Yeah. But hey, it, you know, capturing your failures is, is can be funny as well. So if people want to watch Jeffrey uh, hiding in the woods, then, hey, I got a YouTube channel for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, we've got a ton of games coming up between URA, Roanoke, um, CZ's new location, just a lot of games coming up in May. Uh, Do you guys have any, I guess, tips or tricks uh, for what people should be looking to pack when they're going to an event? Like, what what are some things people may not think about that they'll end up regretting if they don't pack? I can start. Wet wipes. Bring as many as you can carry. (laughs) <laughs> wet wipes yes wet oh, wipes. Start to get warmer yeah yeah dude you don't want to be chafing out there especially when you're doing like, <laughs> like overnight camping and you don't have a shower it gets bad wait ring wet wipes huh okay so so that that's that's like the body wipe concept then yeah mm-hmm. keep that bo down yep all right all right uh fenrir what you got for us uh essentials like it's always cheaper to buy batteries and CRT cartridges from a store in bulk than at the event. Because when Walter sell them, he runs out sometimes too on the batteries. That's a good point. I think I've got I've got so many uh, lipo batteries. Uh, I've got a crate of them. I've got like I think I've got like sixteen, just different sizes. For the eleven ones, it's it's ridiculous, but it's because of I have that paranoia that I'm going to end up running out of juice, and I'm not going to be able to you know finish the game because I have no batteries. You see, I have that paranoia too, but the, uh, the my love of money is greater than my paranoia, so I I have not <laughs> completely specced into having a million batteries. Um, so so this now was... I only have one because my other one I just found died, so I only have one seven point four one thousand oh, milliamp. Oh, oh, oh. So I'm going to have to probably pick one up when I'm at the event tomorrow, but. Yeah. Are you kidding? I have three spare scope batteries that I carry for my mm. main gun. Oh, yeah. My red dot's also dead. That's right. Forgot about that. Do you all, like, use your red dots on your on your optic, on your yeah. guns? Because, like, I know there's some people who use them. Some people just follow the BB trail. What do you, what do you guys think? I think there's something to be said about having a um, – you can follow the BB trail. That works. Um but I do think if you have a decent hop on your gun, having a having a point of uh, at least a point to kind of like make sure you give like relative aim, you can see where the wind is heading to relative to where your crosshair is, and it makes it easier to adjust, even if it's not going to be obviously right on because it's it's an airsoft gun. Um, it it helps give that give that relative point that makes it easier to shoot, in my opinion. Yeah, he'll see those groupings as they're uh, they're flying out. Yeah, especially I, I, for that first shot, you can't follow the bolt BB on before you get the first shot out. Yeah, it's better to have true. something like at least a suggestion. You're not completely guessing of where the BB is going to go. Yeah. That's funny because like my SMGs, I'll 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 run iron sights all day. I don't care too much. But whenever I run my machine guns, then I've I've got an LPVO on there, something so where I can have a little bit of zoom see where my uh, groupings are landing. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of funny because you think it'd be opposite. Like you, yeah, you'd want I your assault that. rifle to have the scope. Yeah. Uh, I'm just weird. Don't listen to me, guys. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good on this one. Uh, 
Well, plus with like an MP5 or, or you know some SMG, you're putting out enough rounds that you're you're, you're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's <laughs> a direction and you're close enough to it. That's from my CQB time playing at uh, Valhalla, or I guess uh, River City Airsoft now. Um, playing with them, man, CQB, I would rarely use my red dot, unless I was like trying to camp a corner, which I admit I was guilty of once or twice. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, it would just be you pull up and it's that first shot. You just learn where you where you land. So you just learn to shoulder it in the right spot and get those that first shot landing. But when you start playing in the woods, like some of these uh, Badlands games we got coming up, it feels like a different animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it is. You need some help on those. <laughs> okay, okay. So then uh, I guess like if I had to pick one thing that was critical to pack that you might not necessarily think of, uh, I'm going to say water and snacks. I couldn't tell you. How many uh, times where, especially when I was starting out, I wouldn't bring water, I wouldn't bring snacks. And sometimes fields would have uh, concessions available, which is good. Um, But some fields just didn't have the kinds of uh, availability to be able to give you enough water that a healthy person should be consuming when they're running out in a summer day. Yeah. And uh, I'd end up having to leave so I could go get uh, a meal, go get more water. And then uh, that's less time, you know, staying in the game, staying active. And I'd yeah. come back and second phase has already started. So I think uh, bringing snacks and some drinks is huge. Yeah. Long, as long as you remember they're there, I always have snacks, always have water, almost never use them. Because I forget I have them. <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, I, I still have a Gatorade I found in my trunk. From uh, Red Winter way back when. <laughs> okay. Um, so then keeping up with the uh, kind of the, the same topic, like talking about future events. Uh, what makes you guys, like when you're talking about an Airsoft game day afterwards, what kinds of things do you guys look for in a game day? Like what makes you think this was a great game day? What makes it stand apart? I think it's, I think it's, there's something definitely to be said about people on sort of, um, not taking it too seriously and being there to have fun. Um, I think is, is a huge, huge part of that. Um, cause if, if the entire time it's just like super uber serious, uh, we're operators and we have to kill the enemy team and win. Um, I feel like it just gets stale real quick and there's nothing memorable about that. Uh, I agree. Like, um, if you're ever on one of my teams when I'm a CO and you're taking it seriously, you're probably on the wrong team. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, Scabs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Just ask the guys. I have none of them are there to be serious. Like, I've gone into several of the games and, like, we're not going to win. We're not, so we're just not really going to try too hard to win. But we will have more fun than any of the other teams. Yeah. I, I I was telling Ray about this. Like some of the some of the best moments I've had in airsoft haven't been shooting people. It's been getting shot at. Um, I found oh, like oh. like holding out like as long as you can defensive sorts of situations where you're just like it's just absolutely hopeless. But keep like it, it's it's so much fun. Those types of times. The adrenaline starts pumping. You start to freak out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, like, yeah. what was that? Last, what was the the last Badlands last year? There was that one with the stupid cup of water. Oh, that was at the uh, at the swamp, I believe. Yeah. So we had everybody. All my guys were out doing stuff except myself, having to stay by the uh, HQ, and like two other guys at the airport. And we got attacked by like fifteen guys, and that was the most fun I had. And I was barely involved in the shooting. <laughs> one versus fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well it, well, it was like three on 15. And, I mean, we, we won, but. He says three on 15, that, we won. With MG42, though. Oh. Covering the U.S. side, so. Man. That, yeah. That's a heavy gun, but it looks so pretty, honestly. Oh, and he, and he gears it towards loud, too. He wants it to be loud. I'm scared when he's shooting at you. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to get to with my uh, my new uh, HPA machine gun build. I ran it at uh, Battlefront um, at CZ. I, th- I think I got to hit you with it a few times, Matt. Oh, in the ribs, dude. You hit me in the ribs. <laughs> I think you hit me in the head once. Yeah. You yeah. With a... Well, uh, your, your machine gun's ready to roll now, so uh, when, when you feel that, you can go get some revenge on me, right? Well, I don't know. What team are you on at uh, Badlands and CZ? I actually I don't know yet. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how things go. If uh, I, I, I kind of want to go scabs just with Badlands all time this year. Uh, last year was Russia. Year before was US. So I like sticking with the same team each year. Yeah, I'm likely going to do the same. I, I, scabs, I think, is honestly. I think every single Badlands event I attend, I'm going to be doing scabs. Well, it is the good team. I yeah. will not regret it. <laughs> this weekend, though. It is my son's birthday. You guys will have Leprechaun as a CO. Mm-hmm. The Leprechaun. So we'll be the CO in CZ. Okay. So, hmm. I, I, th- I think just kind of hitting back on what, what we look for in those games, I definitely agree. It's the players uh, and their mentalities. Yeah. You know? Uh it's it's a competition, right? We're we're paying to to have a chance to to beat the other team, but it's those goofy moments, man. Those are what make the uh, make the game for me. Yeah, and uh, a, a huge one too is um being open to uh to new people at the events. Like it's this is more we don't get as many airsoft newbies to the URA games as like to a field during an open field day. Yeah. yeah, but there, it's it, this is something that I do love about going to a new event. Like as a noob, at one point, like it's awesome when you're new to a field and there's this guy with his decked out kit and he's making a push and he brings you in with him. Yeah, I, I still have a memory from when I went to Battle Hack. I was 14 years old and I went to Battle Hack, and uh, there was this push that was going on. People were pushing at a tower, of course. Everyone pushes the tower at Battle Hack. <laughs> but uh there were these guys who knew what they were doing they were veterans at the field and they took a group of us noobs you know stereotypical hoodie plate carrier a gun with one mag but they let us come with them for that push and i felt so boss and that's still one of my favorite memories and i think being willing to take the uh the newer people with you and include them i think that helps make a good game day too 
Agreed. I'm not going to lie. So a lot of times I prefer running with the people that have done it once or twice. You know, I don't oh, like understand that. And then I, I like coaching people. Like when Leprechaun was new on our team too, and we were due for doing some of our newer games. I mean, even with his age and his ability, we're still helping him on the little minutia on some things like uh, moving cover to cover or something. Yeah. That seems easy, but... You know, your head's sticking up, your butt's sticking out. While yeah. you're running on feet, there's one 20 feet away you can move to, and then another one. Stuff like that. I picture, like, a Mr. Miyagi. He tries to hide behind cover, and you just shoot whatever you can see with the MTW. <laughs> Faster! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the first time I met, um, I went to Roanoke, was at the uh, one of their first Santa versus Grinch games. Um... And, uh, you know, I was coaching like eight kids in the whole time. And I, uh, that was fun. I think I shot like my gun like three times the entire event, but it was, it was a ton of fun. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Having, having a bunch of minions is, is always a, it's a, that's a blast. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Minions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, were, we were hammered hard though. So, but it was nice. It was the same of the same things. Hey, uh, how about not 10 of you guys hiding behind one tree? Kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And then later they're doing that on their own. It's like, wow, somebody listened to me. It's cool. Mm-hmm. For the uh, the most recent Battlefront that we had at CZ, when I was the uh, the Rebel CEO, um, we had a very similar situation. We had a lot of uh, newer, uh, younger players join was the Rebel like team. most of the team? Most of our team, yes. We, we had some, uh, some more experienced folks join on later in uh, day two. But uh, day one, the bulk of our team was uh, – they were minors. But, dude, we, we, were, we were half the size of the other teams on the field. But those kids, man, they were, they were pushing it. And let me tell you, with the, the, the Battlefront revive system with the coins, they were perfect for it. They're so small. No one would see them. They just <laughs> lie down and they're invisible. Yeah. So, oh, I know. That was annoying. I had a uh, everybody would have a a battle buddy with them, and like me when I was running my machine gun, I drew a lot of attention with that machine gun just because of how loud it is. But I always had my little battle buddy with me, keeping me alive. So I'd get hit, and boom, I'd be back up in a couple. <laughs> Give a seconds. squire there to, to assist a you. A squire. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like three of my guys, I think it was Mason and um, I can't remember the other guy's name, but we were or another four of us. We went over on your side, like where the bulk of your people were and we kept killing you guys. And I was down to like my pistol. That's, is, yeah, we may die a ton, but man, we'll stay alive. Yeah, it was, it was, it was frustrating. Cause you guys kept coming back like five seconds later. <laughs> One of my guys was like, I think there's somebody running over there, reviving them. Dude. Like I said, we had, uh, we had one kid. He was, uh, I think he was eight years old. Really, really, really small kid. But he was so sneaky. And kid was fearless. He hadn't been shot at enough to realize how much airsoft hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool deal, guys. Well, we've got a ton coming up on the schedule. Um, for those those listening, make sure to keep track on the, uh, the URA website. Um, excited to get some events at CZ's new location in May. Uh, of course, we got our Badlands Roanoke game coming up this weekend. 
Badlands at CZ in May. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll Genesis see all Dawn there. after that. Keep that in mind. That's a big one. Wait, what, what's afterwards? Genesis Dawn over in Roanoke. <gasps> oh, yes. Okay, so Ray Ray actually brought me on for that one. I'm going to be helping out with Powder Town. I got to build a kit for it. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be security forces over in Powder Town. That's going to be fun. I, I got I don't I have nothing that's steampunk vibe. So I'm going to have to try and think of something. Yeah, DIY something, you know. That's it. That's it. With a 3D printer and imagination, there's a lot yeah. of us. Well, yeah, that's that's the whole thing about steampunk anyway. It's kind of have this like a little rickety sort of ragtag look to it as well. So you get you have a lot of leeway as long as it's uh, brass and brown. <laughs> that's pretty much the only thing. Some uh, some spray paint will be my friend, right? Yeah. Make everything have brass colors. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, guys. Well, appreciate y'all being on the call. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and uh, go get packing, and I'll see you guys at Badlands. Yeah, let's hit it.